Review of the Degami trial. Randomized trial of insulin glucose infusion followed by subcutaneous insulin treatment in diabetic patients with acute myocardial infarction. Degami study effects on mortality at one year. This was published in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology in 1995. Background. Patients with diabetes have higher short and long-term rates of mortality following acute myocardial infarction, or AMI. Possible explanations for this include increased fatty acid metabolism, compromising glycolysis in ischemic and non-ischemic areas, as well as impairment of platelet and fibrinolytic function. This led to the theory that both processes could be improved with insulin infusion, and small studies at the time provided conflicting results. The diabetes mellitus insulin glucose infusion in acute myocardial infarction to GAMI trial sought to test the hypothesis that rapid improvement of metabolic control in diabetic patients with AMI by means of an insulin glucose infusion would decrease early mortality and that continued good metabolic control would improve subsequent prognosis. Patients. Patients admitted to the CCU of 19 Swedish hospitals with suspected AMI within the preceding 24 hours with a blood glucose level greater than 11 millimoles per liter or 198 milligrams per deciliter, with or without a previous history of diabetes. Exclusion criteria included inability to participate for reasons of health, refusal to give consent, residents outside the catchment area, or enrollment in other studies. Baseline characteristics. There were 1,240 patients who met inclusion criteria, and about 50% were excluded, mainly due to inability or unwillingness to participate. Compared to those enrolled in the trial, excluded patients were older and were more women. The majority of those enrolled were men, 62%, at an average age of 68 years. Nearly 40% had a history of MI, and 22% had congestive heart failure. The mean time from the onset of symptoms to randomization was 13 hours. More than 80% of patients were non-insulin dependent. The average hemoglobin A1c at randomization was 8%, and the blood glucose level was 279 milligrams per deciliter. Trial Procedures Patients randomized to insulin therapy were started on an insulin glucose infusion at 30 milliliters per hour, and blood glucose was checked after one hour. The infusion rate was adjusted according to a protocol. The infusion was continued until stable, normal glycemia was obtained for greater than 24 hours. Subcutaneous administration of insulin was given immediately after cessation of the infusion according to a multi-dose regimen with the aim of maintaining normal glycemia. Serum potassium was measured immediately before the infusion and then after 6, 12, and 24 hours and was checked immediately in patients who developed any kind of clinically significant arrhythmia. Control patients were treated according to standard coronary care unit practice and did not receive insulin unless it was deemed clinically indicated. Endpoints. The primary endpoint was all-cause mortality at 3 months, 3 months. The investigators hypothesized that the insulin glucose infusion followed by multi-dose subcutaneous insulin for three months would reduce the mortality rate by 30% from a 35% mortality rate in the control group to a 24.5% mortality. Based on this assumption, 
a sample size of 600 patients was needed to demonstrate the expected mortality reduction with a 5% significance level and power of 80%. Results. 620 patients were randomized, about half in the intervention group and half in the control group. The blood glucose level was significantly lower in the insulin group 24 hours after randomization, 173 milligrams per deciliter versus 200 milligrams per deciliter, and that p-value was highly significant. And at hospital discharge, blood glucose was also lower, 148 milligrams per deciliter versus 162 milligrams per deciliter, again with a statistically significant p-value, but not at three months. At three months, the blood glucose levels were 153 and 162, respectively. Uh, One-year averages were not provided. Hemoglobin A1c was significantly lower at three months, 7.0 versus 7.5%. P-value was significant at 0.01. Hypoglycemia during insulin infusion occurred in 15% of patients in the intervention group and none in the control group. And hospital length of stay was significantly longer in the intervention group, 11.3 versus 9.5 days, p-value equal to 0.04. At three months, the primary endpoint, insulin treatment did not significantly reduce the primary endpoint of mortality compared to controls 12.4% versus 15.6%, but p-value labeled as NS, non-significant. However, the one-year mortality, which was not the primary endpoint, was significantly lower in the insulin group, 18.6%, versus 26.1%, p-value 0.03. Results are provided for subgroups of patients based on risk groups classified according to whether they were insulin-dependent or not at baseline and whether they were at high cardiovascular risk or not at baseline. Interestingly, a very large and statistically significant difference was observed for patients in the lowest risk stratum, no insulin, low cardiovascular risk. The average mortality in this low-risk group was the lowest at 6.5% versus 13.5% at three months, and the risk reduction was more than 3x greater, 55%, than in all other groups who experienced progressively higher mortality results. In contrast, the average mortality in the highest-risk group was unchanged at three months, 24.4 versus 26.0%, P is not significant, And at one year, 41% versus 46%, P is equal to not significant. Conclusions. In the DGAMI trial, insulin effusion followed by multi-dose subcutaneous insulin did not significantly reduce the primary endpoint of all-cause mortality at three months compared to control. Insulin infusion was associated with increased lengths of stay and higher rates of hypoglycemia. Overall, the mortality rate in Degami was lower than anticipated, and the trial was underpowered. Furthermore, the anticipated risk reduction, which formed the basis of sample size estimates, was unrealistically optimistic at 30%. Had it been 20%, the sample size would have had to have been four times larger at 2,572 patients if the authors had chosen a 10% mortality reduction as their minimal clinically important difference, a historically realistic estimate for mortality reduction, 
the sample size would have needed to be 10,722 patients. Thus, the one-year results should be viewed with extreme skepticism and at best are hypothesis-generating only. For multiple interventions reviewed thus far, nitrates and magnesium, we have reviewed false positive signals generated from small underpowered studies that were reversed when appropriately powered trials were undertaken. Finally, the results of the risk-based subgroups in Degami suggest important treatment effect heterogeneity, but should also be viewed with extreme caution due to low power in the overall results.